Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. Sitting in for Dan. Oh, welcome back, Dan. (laughs) Thanks. Uh, Coming up on today's episode... Pie and Beer Day! It's Pie and Beer Day, everybody. <laughs> For those of you not living in Utah, you don't get to celebrate Pie and Beer Day the way we do. Uh, I mean, you could have pie and you could have beer, but it's not going to be for the pioneers. Yeah. Technically, so. it's Pioneer Day. Yeah. But it's better when it's Pie and Beer Day. Yeah, exactly. That makes it better. Yay! So, there we go. Uh, so, we'll be talking about the Mormon pioneers, the progenitors of Pioneer Day. Mmm. The mm-hmm. and this and this fair state and this fine fine state and, of and ours uh, this, this overly hot state oh, of ours Dan and what is up with the humidity it's just wilty out there what is up with that we're this dying is not here, a humid people. place send and cold humid to our canadian listeners send cold quickly yeah or something hmm. i don't know isn't that usually where our cool air comes from yeah probably the north some Arctic something or other. Yeah. Nah. All right. Well, Dan. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I got a story here I want to share with you. Oh, you had me at hello. <laughs> I didn't say hello. Oh. Um. This is a. Okay. So. Did you ever like when you were a kid? Do you remember those like, the 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 church would organize a big fast for some some issue or some mm. maybe somebody was sick and sure. oh sister so and so's in the hospital right everybody's gonna fast on the the, the 21st and the call chain goes out uh-huh. yeah, yeah sure yeah. and everybody skips a meal or two and and donates and blah 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 and yeah and donates sure um and uh so anyways so fasting it's kind of this thing you, it's how you get your way with god Right, you go without right. a couple meals. Right, God goes. Oh, they're serious about this thing they're asking for. Oh, I th- I right. always thought that what it was was that you created an empty space in your stomach that resonates better, and then your <laughs> prayer, like it, it builds up more energy in that empty oh. space and then goes shooting to heaven. Power of fasting stomach. That's a prayer. All right, yeah. all right. Um, well, there is a Christian group. Uh, that is planning a, uh, a quote-unquote fast. Oh. Uh, and that will be important in a minute. Okay. Uh, in opposition to uh, same-sex marriage. Oh. Well, um, yeah. That, um, but, but, so it's the uh, <laughs> Virginia-based Family Foundation. I think I see where these quotes are leading us. <laughs> I haven't read the story, but I'm, I've got to guess. We'll see if I'm no, right. No, 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 Don't ruin it for me. Okay. Um, so they're, they're getting ready. They've called everybody. They're saying, okay, we're going to fast for 40 days. Oh. Uh, well, it's 40 days of prayer, fasting, and repentance. Okay. For marriage. Oh, right. From August 27th through October 5th, 2014. Um, and Seems so the whole point is, but... no, 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 it's, it's the last day is just before the court, the Supreme court begins their session. Oh, so this is a, this is a, I see. Right. Um, and it, you know, it's the, it's fasting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the, you can eat. Oh, oh, good. <laughs> You're allowed to eat. It's, so it's, it's, it's sort of. It's it's like slant rhyme in poetry. <laughs> <laughs> you you don't have to actually rhyme. 
uh, you can just not do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, yep. it's the kind of fasting where it's, you don't fast. It's the fasting where you can eat. Oh, see, I yeah. was secretly hoping that you were going to say that it was a sexual fast. Oh, no, no, no. Although that, were, that is part of it. That everyone was supposed to stop no. having sex for that time until yeah. to, to try and, you know, tell God, hey... We believe in not butt sex. Or so whatever. yeah, they um their their invitation looks is sort of a mock prescription. It has a little RX on it. Oh yeah, it says uh, patient name, the Church of the Living God. Okay. Uh, date prescribed yesterday, today, and forever. Oh. And it goes through. Um, it's uh, take my holy remedy three times a day for forty days. Begin treatment on August twenty seventh. Okay. Is that covered under Obamacare? <laughs> can I? Because <laughs> this can, can I? Do can I, I charge this to the government? What's the copay <laughs> on the Church of the Ever Loving God or whatever uh, it is? This prescription may be repeated as needed <laughs> for the moral and spiritual health of the entire body. Oh, good. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, warning and side effects. Patients will need to rest from worldly, fleshly activity. <laughs> Uh, may experience fine-tuning of hearing, an ability to, to, to discern, mm. clarity of vision, an increase in spiritual appetite, oh. and bouts of fervent prayer. <laughs> and uh, dis- also may cause... Dispense as written, signed, The Great Physician. Oh, I'm going to call myself mm. The Great Physician from now, from now on. Oh, and there's no, subs- there's no generic substitutions allowed. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, but These what are if, cute. This is cute. Yeah. What yeah. a cute idea. It is so cute. I'm, cute. I'm going to do it just because of the cuteness. Mm. I'm going to participate in this fasting, but eating. <laughs> I really am. I'm well, going to continue eating. They like, they probably heard about the Muslims and that during Ramadan, they really only have to fast when the sun's up. Yeah, you know, but they're, they're not they're even like, doing oh, they're that. cheating. They're, they're cheating. Right. Hey, if they can cheat, you know what we can do? We can also cheat. Yeah. That's what we can do. Our religion is less sucky than theirs. <laughs> so clearly we must be able to eat while we fast. <laughs> oh, And also, by the way, I'm going to participate in the praying without prayer uh, portion of it. <laughs> and Repentance without, without penitence. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, I'm going to not sin while sinning. And, uh-huh. uh, yeah. and I think I'm going to also believe in God without believing in him. Fornicate while not fornicating. Mm, That's a good one. Yummy. Mm. <laughs> hey, God, I'm just following this whole fasting pattern. I believe in the sort of the version of, of abstinence where you don't <laughs> abstain. It's sort of my thing right now where I abstain from sex by having as much of it as I want, whenever mm-hmm, I want, with mm-hmm. whomever I want. What's important is that I have a prayer in my heart while I'm <laughs> screwing this person. Right? That's what's yeah. important, right? You guys, are you sure? I feel, I feel Jesus's presence. Right, exactly. Or what I do is I'm having sex, mm-hmm. and then I'm like midway, right, right in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. I go, "This isn't happening. <laughs> I'm not doing this." Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. And then, and then I don't, I don't and then I don't call on God when I when I finish. Mm. It's not, oh God, oh God. It's just. Oh, good. Oh, oh, oh good. Oh, oh, good. It's happening. Good, 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 good. Oh, my good. Oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, that must be what Christian sex is like. <laughs> I want it to be. 
in my heart. Do you think they call hearts. out oh god? Some of them have to. Yeah, they do. I mean, I mean they still given. say oh my god and stuff. Some do, some don't. <clears throat> some don't. Mormons don't. Mormons do. Not. I, don't, I don't know. I don't, what do Mormons yell out during sex? I don't think they yell out anything. I think Mormons have boring sex. They just kind of clench their teeth. And I think most Mormons. Well, the women do. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. The, the men enjoy it, but they don't really look at the woman because because <laughs> they're thinking of someone else the whole yeah. time. Yeah, and that someone ain't Jesus. No, it's not. It's oh, Joseph, man. <laughs> Joseph. Oh, Joseph. <laughs> Everybody right. just calls out Joseph. Joseph. Oh my, Joseph. <laughs> Joseph H. Smith. <laughs> Okay, uh, we'll just keep going. That's silly. Uh, I'm going to Italy. You've, <gasps> you've been to I Italy. I love Italy. It's one of my favorite things. Uh, they've got one or two priests there. I don't know if you noticed this while you were in Italy, in mm-hmm. your time in Italy. Did you notice that there's that there's a, there's a Catholic presence in Italy? Mm-hmm. Is, that what was the, is that what that was? Yeah, those funny outfits and whatever. Oh, I thought that was just... These are very fashionable. You thought they were musicians? Uh, that or just you know, or I mean, just, Italians are very fashionable that's people. True, and you know, see some people dressed all in black. That's really common. Priestly robes are so in this season. Mm. Uh, anyway, there, there's so there was a priest there, uh, Father Stefano Maria Cavalletti, mm. uh, who uh, he was arrested at a party. Uh, oh, oh there, dear God, he he had drugs. Now, he, like prescription drugs. No, like cocaine. Oh. Uh, oh. Now, now here's the thing. He claims uh, that... <laughs> he was just well, holding him for a friend. This well just goes deeper and deeper. He claims that he was, uh, he was using the drugs to self-medicate because he was depressed lately. <laughs> okay. And I believe that he was depressed yeah. lately, having been recently found guilty last year of defrauding an elderly woman of about $34,000. Her life savings. <laughs> Who is this guy? He's a priest. I mean, you said his name and that he's a priest, but like, well, just some <laughs> priest in Milan. Oh, in Milan. Mm-hmm. Mm. He's in the north. Uh, oh. He he allegedly tried to flush the cocaine <clears throat> down a toilet when the police came. As well as his passport, which he tried to rip up because he didn't want them to know who he was. <laughs> but they found it. Huh. Huh. Well, all right. Just goes to show you, priests aren't all perfect. Most of them are, <laughs> but not all of them. <laughs> why? Why? It, it, what's funny is that it should be a it should be a story, right? right? Yeah, yeah. But well, this day and age, priests up to no good. Man, all right. It's just like <laughs> moving on. Was there anything funny about it? <laughs> then I don't care. <laughs> I just love that he actually said to the police, I've been depressed. I have to have the cocaine. Yeah, that's... I, just well, the things people say to police, the, do they really think these things are going to work? Right. Like, do they ever? Like, do, is there ever the time where the police are like, oh, you're... De- oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Um... I think we can make room for that. <laughs> I think... You know what? I'm going to give you a pass on this one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you defrauded an elderly woman and got caught. Of course that's oh, depressing. That's, oh. Of course you're going to be depressed <laughs> if that's what you did. <laughs> anyway. All right. 
Um, well, I want I want to play a little game, Dan. Ooh, you love, love the little games. You love the games. I love the games. Um, so, are you familiar with Google Suggest? What that is? Uh, yeah, it's a, you type a thing into yeah, Google, so you, and when it's... you type into yeah, exactly. You go to the Google search thing. You start typing in a couple words, and then Google has like a list of the most common things that are then that follow that right. in searches, right? So like if I typed in, I'm going to Google right now. If I typed in, thank God. Mm-hmm. Uh, what starts to come up? Oh, look, thank God I'm atheist. Really? Well, it's one of them. Okay, well, that's cool. Yeah. What also, else? Also, thank God it's Friday. Exactly, right. And just comes up with whatever the most frequent things are that are associated with that that phrase, right? Right, right, right. That normally complete that phrase. So... Um, some people pulled together, um, and they're saying that this is, that this reveals the internet's, um, religious stereotypes, Mm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so since people use the internet, it actually is not the internet stereotypes. It's the people Mm. who are doing all this searching. And so, um, all, all of these phrases will begin with why are, and then a religious group. And then I want you to come up with the word or words that follow that. So I'm going to say, <laughs> why are a- why are agnostics? Okay. And the next, the the fir- the top result is hated. Oh, that's my example. Okay. okay. Why are agnostics hated? And sometimes okay. they're they're multiple phrases or multiple words. So sure. If All a right. phrase springs to mind, right. no typing on your keyboard. All no right. cheating. Okay. Hands up. Hands up. Um, why are Anglicans? <laughs> and complete the phrase, please, Dan. Homosexual. So liberal. <laughs> um, why are atheists so angry? There you go. <laughs> We're mad. I'm well, so mad. Why are the Baha'i... <laughs> <laughs> uh, you won't get this one. Wearing shoes? Persecuted in Iran. Oh no! Hey, people, that's good. These yeah. people are that's who are actually, searching about Baha'i are informed about Baha'i, right? Because most people don't even know that Baha'i exists. Yeah. Um, other ones that come up for that one are though: Why are Baha'i leaving the faith? Why, why Baha'i is wrong? <laughs> why Baha'i? Why Baha'i? Um, why are Baptists? Uh, why are Baptists? Why are Baptists? Oh, gosh, that one's a tough one. Why um, are Baptists? I want to say, I want to say, uh, leaving the church. Mm, so strict. Oh, okay. Yeah, and the other ones have nothing about leaving. Um, against dancing, wrong, <laughs> and against drinking. <laughs> so there's th- Baptists are against things. Right. Apparently. Well, obviously. Um, this is a good one. Why are Buddhists? Oh, why are Buddhists? Um... Why are Buddhists uh, drunk all the time? No. Killing Muslims in Burma. Oh, well, that's... Again, informed. A great question, yeah. actually. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, why are Catholic... Why are Catholic uh, priests still raping? Countries so poor. Oh. Oh. No, I'm not saying. Oh, that is uh, Why are Catholic churches closing? Why are Catholic priests celibate? <laughs> They're not. And why are Catholic schools important? <laughs> <laughs> so 
It's good questions. Um, oh, this one's fun. Why are Christians uh, such douchebags? I'm going to ding, ding, ding. Oh, really? So mean. <laughs> <laughs> I will give you a point for that one. <laughs> um, uh, hmm. Wow. Okay. Um, you know, I went to a Baha'i temple once. Did you really? I did. In in Delhi, hmm. in New Delhi, I drove past their national headquarters in Anchorage. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, why are evangelicals made of cheese so hateful? Oh, okay. So dumb, <laughs> Republican, <laughs> and so crazy. Now, those are fair questions. Why are Episcopalians? Well, now we're back to to because we had uh, the. Uh, the the Anglicans. Anglicans. Of... <laughs> All right. Why are Episcopalians? It's it's not so liberal, but it's because that was our that was the Ang- Anglicans. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. something similar to that. Why are Episcopalians, uh, so nice, rich? Oh, yeah. fancy. Uh-huh. Oh, this is a good one. Why are Hasidics? <laughs> why are why are Hasidics? Not why do Hasidics? What? Well, they've all been. Why are? Why are Hasidics? Um, why are Hasidics, uh, dressed in black? So rude. Oh, the other one that comes up is afraid of dogs. (laughs) 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 Uh, Wow. Let's see. I'm going to skip down, skip down. So I think that, I think what that, what we've learned from that is that if a Hasidic Jew is being rude to you, bark at him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. See what I'm saying? See what I went there? I've scrolled down to why are Mormons? Oh, okay. Why are Mormons? Think about stereotypes. Not allowed to drink? Mm. Polygamist? Mm. Why are Mormons wearing bad shoes? So nice. Oh, that's true. So weird Uh is the second one. Uh, Families so big. Uh And uh, 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 why are Mormons so hot? Oh, it was also on the list. Hi, Mormons. Uh, let's see. Uh, why are pagans? Why are pagans? Uh, how about just why are pagans? Why are pagans still around? Why are pagans fat? What? <laughs> Is that a thing? I didn't know that that was a thing. Why are Pentecostals? Uh, why are Pentecostals loud? Fat? They're fat, too? I guess. I don't know. So judgmental, so crazy, and so weird. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Um, and the rest... Oh, I wanted to... Oh, this is interesting. Why are Presbyterians... Underfunded. Called the Frozen Chosen? Oh. No, but it makes either. sense, because aren't, aren't, aren't they, uh, in the U.S., largely up in up in the, like... Uh, Minnesota area. You might be right about that. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, that's our fun little quizzy quiz for today. That is so weird. And notice how, yeah, it exposed the deep, dark stereotypes of your soul, Dan. Yeah, exactly. Why are atheists so angry? Yeah, where? Yeah, why are atheists so angry? So rude, so hated. Why are atheists smarter? Oh, was the fourth one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. It's uh Google 
reveals much. I'm not sure what it all is, what what it all means, but Google has its finger on hey, You something. know, numbers don't lie, Dan. Numbers, uh, also Google searches don't lie. They don't. Also, the internet. I trust Google. Implicitly. With, Always. With your life. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, as soon as their cars start driving. Right. Then, then we definitely will be yeah. trusting them with our lives. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to talk to you about uh, there. Uh, an article popped onto the HuffPo recently that was. Mm. The, it's it's interesting. It, it, it's about uh, countries of the world and their heads of state. Um, oh. Specifically, fifteen uh, percent of the world's countries, um, which amounts to what thirty thirty different countries, okay, uh, in the world. Where uh, there are religious requirements to be head of state in 15 different countries. Okay. Um, Many of them are required. So it's actually, there are actually a couple of really interesting ones. Um, Many in the Middle East, you won't be surprised to learn, uh, require that their head of state be Muslim. Mm. You cannot be head of state in, I mean, we're talking. Something else. Algeria, Tunisia, Morocco, and, and Mauritania, those are the uh, African ones. Now, is there any risk that their head of state might not be Muslim? <laughs> well, Seems like a fairly useless law, if you ask me. I'll tell you one thing. You know what surprised me? What? A Muslim cannot be the head of state of Lebanon. Really? Yeah. Why? Head of state of Lebanon has to be a certain sect of Christian. What? Yeah, it's a member of the Maronite Christian Church. Well, that's interesting. I knew. Okay. N- I apparently know nothing about anything because I had no idea hmm. on that point. That hmm. shocked me. Wow. However, the surrounding states, Syria, Jordan, Saudi Arabia, Iran, Qatar, Oman, Yemen, all have to be have Muslim heads of state. Very interesting. There are a couple that require Buddhism, mm. uh, Bhutan and Thailand. Okay. You have to be Buddhist. Nope. Must be. In order to be head of state. Have to. Uh-huh. Okay. No choice in the matter. Compulsory. It is compulsory. Um, there are some states, interestingly, where uh, you're not allowed to be clergy and be head of state. Interesting. Which I think were the, is actually sort of the better way to go, obviously. Yeah. Were there any states uh, uh, that require uh, their head of state to be Christian? Well, Lebanon well, was besides one of them. that one. And Andorra. Wow. Yeah. Kind of weird. I don't know where that is. Andorra is a tiny... It's it's European, and it's tiny. It's like next to Spain, I think. Huh. It's like this little, Andorra. little, little guy. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, i pretty good with the geography. That's... Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then... And here's an interesting thing, though. Uh, of the Of the countries that require that... It, that the head of state not be clergy, uh, where do you think they mostly are? What part of the world would you put them? Because they're kind of clustered. Uh, not be clergy. They cannot be clergy. Right. I don't... Mm, I really don't know. I'm I'm going to just take a wild stab. Okay. Because I, I, I don't know. I'm going to say... Well, no, that doesn't make any sense. Well, I was going to say South America. 
you're pretty close. I mean, cent- Central and South Central America. Central and South America. So Bolivia, Costa Rica, El Salvador, Honduras, Mexico, Nicaragua, Venezuela. Okay. And the, then and the only thought and there was that they Burma were like for founded no reason. by. I had this idea of like Spanish missionaries, mm-hmm. so there might have been some resentment. <clears throat> huh. Okay. Yeah. Really interesting stuff. And I don't know. Okay. Huh. I don't know. I just. Uh, and then there's also sort of the weird thing about like there are countries. That have a ceremonial head of state that, mm. that doesn't count. Like Queen Elizabeth is, right. is technically the head of the of the Anglican Church. Absolutely. Or, or she's they own her. She is their little bitch. Yeah. But she's a she's not a, an actual head of state. She's a ceremonial head of state. Mm. She's referred to as a as the defender of the faith. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I've heard that. And if you go to and if you go to uh any Anglican, any Church of England yeah. church yeah. that's on that's on uh, the, the, the royal property. The Queen, uh, like for she, instance, there's a there's a chapel inside of the Tower of London. Oh, really? And if you go to the cha- to that chapel, a pro tip, you'll get into the Tower of London for free, right? And B, uh, you will sing "God Save the Queen" at the end of the, of the, oh, how nice. the service. Is there a, a a figure of the Queen? Anywhere? No. A, a relic? <laughs> yes, they of cut off kind. one of her fingers and put oh, it in a box. Oh, nice. It's nice, yes. She yeah. has... It's a no, little known fact that the reason she wears is... gloves is because they're stuffed with faux fingers because she doesn't have any left. <laughs> I, don't pe- I don't know if people know that about her. <laughs> I was thinking maybe just like a lock of hair. Or <laughs> we do not give our locks <laughs> to anyone. <laughs> All right, well, I've got one last story for you. Okay. Uh, uh, it's been it's been hot in this country. Jesus Christ. It's been a little bit. It's, it's July. It's, you know, it's, I don't... Temperatures bro- are raging. Can I just say, I mean, we already talked about the weather, which we hate doing on our show because it's not the kind of show where we just sit and ramble. At least we try not to let it be. Mm-hmm. But I've never... I don't remember a summer where I felt this shitty going outside. Yeah. I usually like to go outside in the summer, even when it's really hot, and like yeah. sit in the shade maybe, but mm. I love being outside. But this summer, man, I just go out there and I'm like, Gah. well, it's the added humidity. Yeah. I really don't know what I would love for a climatologist or somebody to to chime in on this fact. To explain why it's why Utah humid in Salt Lake City is all of a sudden a humid place. Well, yeah. Salt Lake City, you know, I mean, we're in the desert. Yeah. Why is our desert turned humid? Yeah, That's what usually I want our heat, we can at least say it's a dry heat, right. so it's not going to kill you. Yeah. I mean, it's over 100 degrees, and it's just yeah. killing us. I know. Well, it's also hot and very humid in Tennessee. Okay. Where there yeah. has been a rash of um, of air conditioners being stolen. Oh, dear. Uh, from uh, rural uh, Tennessee churches. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Shame on everyone. Aww. And this is the punchline. Uh-huh. Um they while they may be getting a respite from the heat today, uh huh. They will face hellfire for eternity. <laughs> according to Bill Castile, an elder at Union Grove Church of Christ Aww. in Cleveland. Which is located in southeast Tennessee. I got, I got news for that guy. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, what Bill's not realizing is, you, you, he, they face hellfire now. Those bitches are just going to steal that shit and then repent, and yeah. then no hellfire. Yeah, 
All they have to do is accept Jesus. Now, it turns out they probably are, um, I'm adding this to the whole story, some sort of meth head um, <laughs> because of uh, the amount of scrap metal and copper which can be oh. retrieved from these units. Um, um, yeah, but that's not half as valuable as like feeling good. They're not hooking. They're not going home and hooking them up. Oh yeah, they are. You oh, think so? It's just a nightmare out there. <laughs> uh, they're just they're putting it in their own window. Well, the authorities are saying they're being scrapped, most likely. Oh. Um, and uh, yeah, these aren't window AC units. These would be large commercial. Okay. I mean, these would you could play freeze out right in okay. the middle of summer if you wanted to. Sure. Did you ever play Freeze Out as a kid? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm surprised that in a cold place... Well, maybe that's why. It's a cold place like Utah. Um, in moderately cold places like where I grew up, um, in the winter, we would play Freeze Out where we weren't allowed to put our little windbreakers on. Oh. And we would roll the windows down in the car <laughs> as we were like speeding along oh, no. in the middle of the winter. And whoever like gave up first lost. Mm. Whoever got cold... It's a game Lost. of frostbite chicken. Freeze out. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah you, I don't think you can do that here because you actually you would do, die. There are health risks <laughs> at that point. Like if you could do it in the fall. You could do it in the fall. Yeah. yeah sure. A nice blustery October or November huh. evening yeah. or something. Yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> so no freeze out here. Okay. But you could play freeze out in your home with one of these things. Yeah. That's you what know? you're getting at. That's what I was getting at. Yeah. Okay. You could just all get in the in, in your house. Strip down, <laughs> turn on the unit, right in the middle of summer, and whoever has to go running out first because they're cold. You know, I just feel like loses. Well, that's an interesting point. So, how much page if if a church said, you know what, we're going to keep doing church. We've got this incredibly gifted pastor. Mm. He's fantastic. Mm. Everybody loves him. Right. Uh, but we're not going to do the AC anymore. I wonder how much patronage they would get. Probably nothing. There'd be like four stoic old people who were like, I can go to anything. Well, they'd have to tie the heat into their theology somehow. Right, right. Like if they could actually like, you know, say that the, you, the you God... Can, guaranteed God you can find some scriptures. The heat. You can you know. find some scripture that says that says something about like not using... Comfort at church. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You'd something. find something. You should not be comforted while worshiping <laughs> right, or something. Right. And if you have trouble finding anything, go to the Jews. They got rules coming out of their ass. Mm. You could find mm -hmm. a they'll help you find a way to make it not okay to have air conditioning. That would be a horrible, horrible sect. <laughs> One that does not believe in air conditioning. <laughs> well, you know, I was thinking about that. You know, you think about it's Pioneer Day today uh -huh. yeah. here in Utah. Yeah, that's true. And I think about those fucking Mormons coming here in their 12 layers of clothes. Oh, I know. Tilling the soil. No, I know. Out in the noonday sun. Yeah. That's just crazy talk. Pantaloons and petticoats. Right. And, yeah. Right. Sleeve length everything. Yeah. Ruffles and... And they had the... Then, their, then the magic underwear that Mormons wore was much bigger than it is yeah. now. Yeah. And yeah. probably made of and something horrible. Probably not very accommodating, if you know what I mean. I don't know what you mean. With like an because they have like mesh fabrics now that oh, you can right. get that are, you know, you can it's garments to beat the heat. Right, exactly. Yeah, Where, no, no, no. This no, was this is just another layer wool. of wool or yeah, exactly. <laughs> cotton if they're wool underwear. Lucky. Everyone, the rich ones get the cotton mm. or whatever. Yeah, 
It's not like they're growing cotton in the Salt Lake Valley. So indeed, no. Wow. Well, there you go. Uh, beat the heat, or rather, beat beat the Christians at their own game. Maybe it's atheists going out and stealing their. That would be rude, and I would I would admonish them. Yeah, I would as well. It's obviously not atheists. Actually, we just don't do that sort of thing. We don't. That's not our tactic. No, we get snarky. No, our tactic is snark. Yes, that's how we do. We outwit you. That is how the atheists do. <laughs> it doesn't work, but that's how we do. We're still wildly unpopular. Right, right. We send, we send, uh, we we send our snarkiest people onto the Bill O'Reilly show, yeah. and then wonder why it's why everyone doesn't love us yet. And our, our team of lawyers have somehow not helped us be liked yet. Yeah, it's so weird, <laughs> so weird. I don't get it. Um, well, here's another story that's actually about um. About uh, another atheist group that people don't like, the Fufurf. I mean, we like them. We like the Fufurf, but hmm. they, but but the Christians don't like the Fufurf because oh. they're always filing lawsuits and whatnot. Ah, rude. The Freedom from Religion Foundation, headquartered in Madison, Wisconsin, uh, they have they had filed a suit um, back in 2012. They filed this suit um, mm-hmm. asserting uh, they don't have to assert. It's very clear uh, they. This suit was about all of the uh, religious organizations, the nonprofit religious organizations that have flouted the law by uh, openly and brazenly endorsing or condemning political candidates. Oh, yeah. Now, in the in the U.S. tax code, mm. um, uh, according to an internal revenue service web, the IRS website. Yeah. Um, these are these are five hundred one c three organizations, nonprofit groups yeah, is what that means. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who don't have to pay taxes. That is correct. Uh, but one of the rules of being uh, exempt from taxation is that they cannot uh, quote. Let's see, they are directly, uh, they are absolutely prohibited from directly or indirectly participating in or intervening in any political campaign on behalf or in opposition to. Any candidate for elective public office. This prohibition applies to all campaigns, including campaigns at the federal, state, and local level. Violations of this prohibition may result in denial or revocation of tax-exempt status and the imposition of certain excise taxes. Dear God. So you would think that that would be a harrowing thing. For a, for a church. You would just steer clear. You would just avoid it like the plague yeah. because... Clearly, that's what a, 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 a rational human being would well, do. Well, except that they're so rational that they noticed that the IRS was not enforcing this rule uh, at all. no. Not in the least. To the point where, I don't remember, know if you remember, but in the last elections, in the last couple of elections, there have been groups of churches... Who have, in order to say that this is not constitutional and blah blah blah, and we have the ver- the right to stand up and say whatever we want, they had they organized a thing where preachers actually did this purposefully from the pulpit to thumb their nose at the IRS. Yeah, and the IRS still didn't do jack shit. So hmm. the Fufurf sued, and uh, and the uh, the judge agreed because. What? It basically all the fufruf was saying was, "Hey, look, they're doing it," and they said, "Yeah, we're doing it." And then, so uh, in it, so the uh, 
the this judge has agreed that they're doing it, and now the IRS has has claimed that they are going to be pursuing this. Ah, well, good for them. Yeah, yeah. This uh, it's uh, it's very nice. Uh, the it would be interesting to see if they actually follow through. But mm-hmm. I mean, now it would appear that the law might actually have some bite to it. Might actually have huh. some teeth to it. Okay. Um, I good. will will inform you guys. When we hear of any church actually losing its tax exempt status, oh, I hope so. But wouldn't oh, that I be? Gr- so. I mean, it would be a it would be a ton. I I mean, technically, so. and it wouldn't just be conservative churches either. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I use I went but to the Unitarian think. Universalist yeah. Church here in oh, Salt yeah. Lake a, a few times and definitely heard talk of over the pulpit about liberal and conservative. I mean, in su- favor of liberal things and opposed to conservative things there so they could they they could run afoul of it but is it candidates or issues I it's mean, I candidates think if you're, it's if you're talking about an issue a church can take a side yeah but if you're talking about an issue and then you say and then you happen to point out slip who's in, for it and who's this, you know yeah. and or and that dumb Orrin hatch said blah 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 you could be mm-hmm. in trouble mm-hmm. gotcha so no names right Don't mention names right exactly Anyone who comes into our country and sets up an Obamacare-like system is clearly bad. I'm not Mm. saying anybody specific, right? But if they were to do this, set up a system like that, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, they'll still be able to say basically everything they want to say, but they won't be able to endorse or decry Mm. a specific candidate. And you'll be shocked to learn. That they are very upset about this. These churches, they are. Oh. What? Pastors <sighs> should get to decide what they preach from the pulpit, not the IRS. Oh my God! Oh, added Jesus said said senior legal counsel Eric Stanley. It's outrageous for pastors and churches to be threatened or punished by the government for applying biblical teachings to all areas of life, including candidates and elections. The question is, who should decide the content of sermons? Pastors or the IRS? Mm-mm. I think the IRS should. <laughs> riveting, riveting sermons from the IRS. Can you imagine? Boy, we would. Nobody would go to church <laughs> if the IRS. Uh, please yeah. see instructions on page right. eight. Please open your <laughs> hymnal to page five hundred and thirty-two, section three, subparagraph. Subparagraph I. In which we will read <laughs> heretofore the under the undermentioned hereafter known as sounds like church. <laughs> sounds kind of like church. Sounds kind of like church. All right. Well, if you'd like to chime in on this or any other story in this week's and episode, pe- people haven't been chiming as much lately. People have been deciding that they don't need to participate in our show. Maybe we've been boring and people don't have anything to or maybe we're so wildly engaging uh-huh. they just think i they forget i, I couldn't possibly have anything to add to i that. don't think that's what it is well whatever it is if you want to write into us you can totally do it and uh and one of the ways to do that is to email, email. yeah podcast at thank god i'm or you could call us on your telephone using telephony mm-hmm. dial <laughs> Four two four six 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 eight four four two. Sure, 
just leave us a voicemail. We'll listen to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can uh, you can go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGI Atheist, and just click like. Yeah. Don't even think about it. Just click like. Follow us on Twitter. Oh, Getting yeah. Getting lots of new followers. Yeah. So I need to start following through. Yeah, you need to t- um, And that's tweet. also at TGI Atheist. Have you enabled Twitter to, to push notifications to you? To to. <laughs> to, to twat to at twat at you mm-hmm. uh, and then go to our blog also that's thankgodimatheist.com alright we're going to take a quick-ish break mm-hmm. um, and we're going to learn how to make holy water and why one would want to make holy water It's a. It, it, we're trying to educate you people This is not the only recipe for holy water. There are many ways to make holy water. This is just one way. It's the way I do it, and I would like to share that with you. What you need is a cup of water. You will need about a tablespoon of coarse sea salt and a jar in which to store it. I like to use a mason jar because it preserves it a little bit longer. This holy water doesn't last but a few days. However, it's cheap enough to make. Um, First of all, why would you want holy water? Um, Sea salt and water. Water is the universal solvent. Sea salt transmutes negative energy. So basically, by combining these two, you have a synergy or a cauldron magic, if you will, of um, transmuting negative energy and dissolving it. You can sprinkle it around your home. You can sprinkle it on your crystals, on your holy objects, on your tools and on yourself and on people. The first thing you want to do is bless everything and what you would do is make the solar cross which goes north, south, west to east. I bless thee in the name of what's good and holy and right and true and imagine the light going from your crown chakra to your heart out of your uh, the chakra centers in your palms of your hand. So the light travels from here down to the heart and out and you're charging it up and infusing the water with light. So mote it be. The word affirms that you could say blessed be, you could say amen. We like to say so mote it be. Then you take the coarse sea salt and you say I bless thee in the name of what's good and holy and right and true, so mote it be. We have the white light come from through our crown chakra to our heart and out through our shoulders and out through our palms of our hands. And you'll know when the energy stops flowing, you'll feel it. Good. So mode it be, and so it is. Then you take something that you stir. I like to use wood. And you pour the coarse sea salt into the water, and you stir and allow it to dissolve. And when you've got that pretty well dissolved, You have to charge it and bless it again. I bless thee in the name of what's good and holy and right and true and call upon what's good and holy and right and true to bless and infuse this with the love and light and peace and goodness. There we go. And you'll know when the energy is done flowing out of your hands, so mote it be. I like to store it in a mason jar. Like I said, it keeps it for a little bit longer. You don't have to. You can store it in your favorite pitcher. You can store it, you could keep it in the uh, in the bowl. And then I like to date it. 
And when you're done with it, dispose of it reverently upon the earth where it won't hurt any animals or perhaps in a stream, but be environmentally responsible. And there you have your holy water. Thank you for watching. I'm Marianne. Be magical at underworldclassroom.com. So mode it be. Make sure <laughs> that when you dispose it, you put this water and salt somewhere where it will not hurt animals. Right, right. Because God forbid, boy, if some bunny came along, came along, death. <laughs> that is bunny death. So mote it be. Cute death. But I just had to look up so mote it be. Oh, yeah. Because I was just like, what the fuck is she talking about? Mm -hmm. Apparently, pagans and like Wiccans are using that right now. Mm. But it's all the rage. It doesn't seem to have pagan like origins at all. Oh, really? No, it like comes from, uh, it's, uh, like, so mote, M-O-T-E, uh, apparently is a Saxon verb that oh. just means must. So, so must it be. So must it be, or so let it be. Mm. And uh, and apparently it was used by the Freemasons. Oh, okay. And they, they just took it from the Free, Freemasons, yeah. so mote it be. They, yeah, the Scottish Rite. So, uh, so yeah. I, now we all know how to make salt water. Mm-hmm. But mm -hmm. if you, if you mm -hmm. wave your hands around a lot, she didn't. There wasn't a lot of gesticulation. It was she put her true. hands next on both sides of the Pyrex and uh, measuring cup, mm -hmm. which is what it was. Right. She called it a bowl at one point. <laughs> no, it's a Pyrex thing, and uh, and yeah, and we learned something about mason jars. They keep the magic in. They keep the magic in. And that's yeah. and we just Frank and I decided that that should be mason jars like <laughs> corporate motto. Mason keep, jars. Keep the magic in. Keep the magic in. Yes. Well, uh, she, and she's just a delight, this woman. Oh, yeah. She, she's got most of her videos. Of certifications are, on, hanging on the wall behind oh, her. Oh, yeah. She's like she's a legit. doctor of crystallology. She's got and, some sort of... Is that a crystal ball? No, it's not crystal. <laughs> it's some kind of... I don't know what that ball don't, is. Don't you have a crystal ball? I have a salt ball. So mode it be. So mode it be. Yeah, my, uh, my brother... And his wife, one year at, I think it was Christmas, mm -hmm. gave me um, a uh, one of those salt balls that you've seen at the mall, probably somewhere. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it has a little light in it. And it's a natural uh, 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 ionizer. Right. Or because, deionizer. Because I don't, that I don't means which something. One you want. Uh -huh. And so it cleans the air naturally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You warm up the salt rock. And it and it heat and it cleans the air. It using ions. Yes. It because ions is a science word that no one knows what it means. So I can just so you can just throw it out there and then what who's gonna argue with you? It, well, yeah, you don't have to dust as often. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that to be the case? Mm, it's hard to tell, to be honest. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> I love I would love for it to be true. I love the idea. I would love for that. To be sure. a fact, you plug in a piece of a, a little light bulb, put it into a, a salt rock, and you don't have to dust as often. That would Isn't be great. That amazing. Where does the dust go? Uh, the ions into the ions. The ion, no, the ions carry it away into the ionosphere. They whisk it away into the dusty, dusty <laughs> ionosphere. You have to leave a crack. You have, uh, you have to leave a window cracked open. Right. Yeah. You, otherwise, how does it escape? Where does it go? I'll tell you where it goes. Right back onto your furniture. But it also helps sort of the general, um, uh, it keeps the bad juju away. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, what, you know what it does is it, uh, it, 
it cleanses the energy of the house. It does. And that's why I like to turn it on. I actually plug it in just because it, it glows nice. Uh-huh. I have no problem with the glowy. It's glow. pretty. Yeah, why not? It's like a little orangey sort it, of yellowy glow. The, the problem, the oh, the real problem, if I had to pick a problem that uh-huh. I had with it, is that it uh, is a little hippy dippy. It's very hippy dippy, and it's if, extremely as, as people hippy-dippy. start seeing those around more and more and more, uh, which was strange. They bought it at the Arrowhead Mall in Muskogee. Oh, weird. Which just. Um, I don't know why they were selling these in Muskogee, but whatever. Um, but more and more, I don't want to, I mean, if more people know what it is mm. and how hippy dippy it is, I don't really want it sitting on the shelf in my living room. Cause you don't want people to associate you with that. I don't want to be, you know what? Just everyone that walks through your door, just say it cleanses your toxins. You are cleansed now. Be cleansed. The fact that so mode it be most people. I mean, most of my friends are sort of atheist or at least some kind of claim agnostic of some kind. Right. But I have to say there's a good portion of them who also, they're not quite where you and I are at. Right. With the whole, like, we don't, the the, the weird energy shit just drives us nuts. Right, right, right. Most most of my friends, I would say, have a a space in their lives for, for that. For a something. Something. Right. And so they wouldn't think I'm nuts. Right. Which you want them to think you're nuts. What you want is for them I, to go. I would want them to see that and go, is Frank okay? <laughs> right. That's a joke, right, Frank? <laughs> yes, it's a joke. Okay, fine. Good. It was a gift from my brother, the same sibling who gave me a lava lamp once. Oh. He likes little light things. He, he likes giving yeah. them to me. I don't know. Hippy dippy light things. <laughs> that should be. That's the store in the mall that he went to. Hippy dippy light things. Uh huh. <laughs> I love that. You didn't meet my brother, right? When uh uh-uh. uh yeah he was hiding. He was hiding. Yeah, that's what he and his wife do. They yeah. hide from my parents. Anyway, um, we we have an email that I was almost I literally was a little hesitant to read. Because we have almost nothing to say about it. I'm going to guess, but I don't know about you. Okay. Uh, Frank and Dan, hello. This is from Beth. Okay. Hi, Beth. Uh, f- uh, hello from the Christian nation of North Dakota. Mm. In parentheses, she says, seriously, shoot me. Um, uh, yeah. Might you two delightful gents have a recommendation for a primer on atheism for very Lutheran and very horrified parents to read? It's a personal failure for them that is, that 17 years of religious indoctrination didn't stick. They, they're awfully hung up on the idea that they need my husband, their son, to have faith in something, mm. anything, right. as long as it's faith. We couldn't really get them to articulate why or what they felt it provides that a life of simply striving to be a good person doesn't. Their hmm. exuberant and oh-so-closeted pastor has them thinking that they receive balanced and factual insights during their Bible study, including such gems as, quote, most scientists are starting to agree that the universe has a maker. (laughs) Anyway, she says, we've read Dawkins and Hitchens standards, but are looking for something a little gentler for his mom, who who expressed interest in hearing more about our perspective. Uh, Thank you for your time and weekly podcast gold. Well, you're welcome. Yeah, Beth, for the weekly podcast gold. Yeah, we well, do what we can. Yeah, as far as parents in a book, I I haven't seen it. I mean, I and granted, I am not well versed on the literature. Right. 
which is why I w- didn't really want to read this, but I wanted, but I wanted to put it out into into the well, maybe one of our listeners into has, the podcast verse in- encountered the perfect book, and I think it's got to be out there, right? Mm-hmm. And if it's not, we should write something. Yeah, you and I. Yeah, it's just. I mean, basically, the thing is that it is really scary for religious parents to to hear that their son or daughter has abandoned their faith because they haven't even considered that possibility, and they don't. You know, it's uh, so there should be something out there that's just like a little, like a brochure, even. This is like, so your son, so your child has left the church. So your child is going to hell. <laughs> right. Why you shouldn't care. Why that's okay. <laughs> Why you can love them anyway. <laughs> How Why? to love your hellbound child. Right. You Six can, easy steps. Can I still invite them to my house? Yes. Surprisingly, <laughs> no one will hurt you. <laughs> If you invite them to They your will house. not drag your entire house to hell. <laughs> yeah, I wish I... So, um, so you listeners out there, if you have a resource that is good... And here's what, here's what I would say we don't want. Mm. What we don't want is anything that's going to say, you Christians are stupid for believing what you're believing. No, 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 no. That's and not... And we that's atheists not the point are so at all. smart. It's, right. it's explaining... What I would say is it, it needs to be something that explains that... Your child is still the person that you raised them to be. Right. All those moral lessons that you worked so hard to instill, they probably are going to follow a number of them. The the more the they most may modify ones. them. Right. They may um, they may not believe in your your rules about sex. Right. Or your right, right. or your rules but, about drinking or your exactly. rules about whatever. But but the ones that are truly about. Human comportment, com- comportment's comportment, good. yeah, um, toward others. Those are those, those are, are good. Those are universal. Those are universal. You do not have to worry about those you're unless fine. your kid was a sociopath anyway, right? Which you're, which then it doesn't matter if they're right. religious or not. And the whole yeah, stealing, blah blah blah. Your kids are gonna be, they're gonna do good, right? They're, they're going the to good be, that you taught them. They're going to be whoever they were going to be anyway. The do's are probably going to be held on to. The don'ts are probably going to be rejected. Right. Yeah. Your, the, your proscriptions of things probably. Meh, not you, so yeah. Much. Your your rules. But the, the, the teachings of going and doing good and being a good person, taking care of others. That's all. That should that should stick. That's the message. That's right. The, yes. Exactly. That we're looking for. Right. Or have them listen to this podcast because we're doing great here. <laughs> We're doing fantastic. I'm really going to pat myself on the shoulder on this one. Uh, well, we should. <laughs> but no, I, I I see the need. The need is there. So so yeah. listeners, if you have something, send it in to us, uh, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com, and we'll love to to take a look at that. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, I don't know, we'll make a video or something. Your child, while you think they're going to hell, we... You're actually wrong. It's you that's not going to heaven. Congratulations. Oh, that that misses the point as well. Exactly. Yeah. No. Uh, but, but but you know, it's it's like what, what what but what do my kids believe now? Don't worry about that. Right. They they don't have a belief right. that related to God. Right. They 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 choose to opt out of that. And uh, and what to do about their children? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't indoctrinate. Yes. You will anger That is not them. your business. Yeah. My, yeah, exactly. Mind your business. <laughs> what, what do I do with my grandkids? Give them fun treats uh-huh. and mind your business. Spoil them. 
take them to the park, mm-hmm. and mind your business. Yeah. Go yeah. to an amusement park. Go to the zoo. Let their parents set the rules. Right. For their children. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, moving right along. Do yeah. we have? We don't have any voicemail to play. No, no not Were there donors, Dan? Uh, you know what? My my email's giving me trouble. I don't. I don't think so. Okay. I, I've been. So if there are if there are new donors out there, uh, I apologize, but, uh, but something's funky with the something's email. Something's funky with my email, and I got to okay. sort that out. But we'll, we'll have that fixed by next week, right? Hopefully. Uh, uh, but no if, promises. But. I don't think that there were any new donors this okay. week. And All if right. there weren't, shame on you. All of you people. <laughs> okay. That's the best way to get new donors, right. Dan. No shaming. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. It, I always feel shame when <sighs> like public radio comes on with their thing. I was I'm like, I I guess I really should give. <sighs> but it's like it's the worst feeling. Like they keep trying to energize me and make me feel good about giving, but mm-hmm. really all it does is like depress me. Mm. And I do give, mm. not every not every time, but I do give right, sometimes. Yeah. But who can give every time? Right, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but it's just like it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, I'm sorry, you guys. Jeez. Yeah. All right. Um. Well, let's move on to what we wanted to talk about today, which is inspired by the fact. That it is Pioneer Day, which is a very—it's kind of a uniqueish thing, and it's what makes we have you... a we have a a proper state holiday. Mm-hmm. People have the day off. There's yeah. parades. There's fireworks. Yeah, it's like a national holiday. It's but... true. We skipped the parade. Yeah, to record this with you people, we did. Yeah, and it's the biggest. Do you go to the parade? No, Dan? I hate parades. The days of forty seven. I don't understand parade. parades at all. What? I don't get it. I've said this on the air before. There's so much fun. I don't get it. Everybody's there. You're watching things go by. You cheer. They wave. You wave. There's music. Right. There's a marching band or two. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's 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 just it's America all bottled up in one little thing, and it's marching down the street. It's walking past you. Yeah. Hi, America. Yeah. You get a wave I'm at America. Wave at you, America. You it's, know that this it's tacky. This parade it's, it's, did not allow the Mormons uh, building bridges yeah, the, to be part of the parade. Yeah, because it was political. Yeah, they don't see their own politics. They don't how they're promoting their own politics in right. the parade. But somebody who comes along who has differing politics. Yeah, they're like we're still they're, Mormons. They're the political ones. We're just Mormons yeah. who like gay people. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Too political. Too political. You can't yep. march. Or yeah. But anyway, so uh, although, Pioneer Day. Although, of all of the things to celebrate with a parade, mm. with people sort of walking and all that stuff through the streets, yeah. Pioneer Day seems kind of makes sense. Well, because the pioneers arrived as in, a parade, kind of as a little parade. They yeah. did um, in the summer of eighteen forty-seven. Days of forty-seven uh, on. July 24th, or thereabouts, Brigham Young oh, yes. okay. arrived after his, uh, the Vanguard, well, it was all, the whole train was the Vanguard group. Right. Um, but uh, I think the, the initial scouts arrived on July 21st. Yeah. But, so three days later, Brigham Young pronounces the famous, the famous line, mm. the f- this is the right place. Sort of. There's some question as to whether he actually said that or not. He said it, Dan, and there is a monument 
up by the mouth of Immigration Canyon, a big monument. Misquoting the possible non-quote. No, 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 Brigham Young said it. Okay. And I believe it. Okay. Okay. This, what, what, it gets truncated a lot to, this is the place. Right. Where he was supposedly said, this is the right place. But the fact of the matter is, um, they had already decided that this was going to be the place. A large party of the group had already shown up, had already started doing work, getting ready. So the reason that that's important is because uh, Mormon folklore has it that they were just sort of wandering aimlessly westward. (laughs) And then God told Brigham... Uh, well, and on the way, God, Brigham had uh, a vision of mm, this valley. Of what it looked like a land of milk and honey, and then and and salt water, and <laughs> and so when Brigham showed up and saw this valley, he said, "This is the place. This is the right place." Well, that's what he really said, but everybody right. said, "I'm saying the folklore oh, version right, is right, that right, he right. said this is the place." Yeah, yeah. Uh, even if he had said this is the right place, which, by the way. Several historians are saying he probably didn't. There's no firsthand account of him ever saying that. Oh no! The first time that 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 came up was Wilfred Woodruff, like 33 years later or something like so that. So Wilfred Woodruff said it 33 years later. Right. Fine. Anyway, <laughs> but but yes, yeah, they all knew that they were coming to here. Right. The, the folklore has it that they were just like they stumbled on it, and then finally, and Brigham said, "Aha! The Lord has led us to the right. thing." No, they. Everybody, the scouts had been there. They yeah. all knew that that's where they were going. Yeah. Um, well, so uh, he may have said this is the right place, mm. only because, like, oh yeah, this is what was described to me. I always like it with a question mark at the end. <laughs> this is the right place. This. This. Are we sure? This. This which, is which seems, the right place. It seems plausible. Um, no, I see, um, because I spent a couple years of my childhood in a place called Modesto, California. Um, <laughs> a lovely, lovely place. Lovely town. Um, the, the little uh, lost piece of Mormon history uh, was told to us uh, because Brigham Young had sent out um, sort of scouts throughout the West. Right. And one of the places that somebody landed... Um, was in what became Modesto, California. Sure. And, or what may have already been Modesto, California. I'm not quite sure when, when, when Modesto was formed. Um, but um, they showed up there and they were like, this is the place. Oh. And wrote to Brigham. And they, they had done sort of, a, um, um, they'd gone the other way. They'd gone by boat. Oh. Um to get to California to check out, is there any place in California we might want to settle? Right. And this guy was like, right here, right here. Sure. And refused to leave, refused the, the call to Zion. Right. And so there was a little outpost of Mormonism in Modesto, California. And then eventually, <laughs> I think, um, I can't remember how long passed, and they those folks you know, packed up and went you know, to Utah. But the Mormons got here in 47. If they had pressed onwards to California... Mormonism would have probably would have been the wealthiest religion ever. <laughs> well, because the the gold rush was forty nine, but Mormonism we wouldn't recognize it. No, it would be totally different. We, I mean, we we would not recognize what it turned into, right? Because the, the 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 great thing about Utah for the Mormons was that it was isolated, right? They got to be Mormon out here 
all by their little lonesomes, and they got to be crazy, and Brigham got to run the whole thing. Uh, yeah, like as a monarch. Yeah. This was not, I mean, this was a theocracy. Absolutely. And, and that what's would not have flown in California. And what's really funny is that they were, when they, when they set out, they set out from, uh, well, Nauvoo, Illinois, essentially. Right. They set out to Mexico. Yeah, they were true. going to Mexico. Yeah. And yeah. when they got here to Salt Lake City, it was in Mexico. For the next seven months, I think. For a little <laughs> under a year. And then there was this whole battle with Mexico over, yeah. over annexation of Texas. And suddenly they were back in the United States of America. Oh, God. Sorry. We've made a huge mistake. We, oh, dear. Do we... <laughs> I want. There must have been talk of like, well, do we head south more now? Do we have to go down to where Mexico now is, or do we stay? But by then they'd already yeah. tilled the land. They'd already. You can't leave tilled land. No, no. They 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 had put down roots. You can't leave roots. They built their their homes. You can't leave homes. <laughs> you can't. Well, I mean, they did the already one time. You don't want to do <laughs> once. that. You don't want to do that twice. Only once. Well, they they did it a couple times. Well, yeah. I mean, they, they kind of had a habit of moving Picking from out place to place. But they didn't have any neighbors in Utah other than the, the Native Americans yeah. who were trying to kill them. Who and But they dispensed of them quickly. Of the Native Americans? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, what's funny is that even the Native Americans had the good sense to avoid this valley. <laughs> right, like that's they, true. They had they no. Loved, it was Utah Valley, right? That was, they loved. It was Utah yeah, Lake and, and everything and, south because yeah. the Great Salt Lake people is called that because it's salt. Yeah, you can't drink the no. water from the major water source next to next to the Salt Lake but, Valley. Dan, the east. This is going to be very boring for our listeners, <laughs> but the east side of this valley. Was was fantastic, flowing had, with what rivers? Yeah, all those small, mountain rivers. They're small com- rivers. They're but, small rivers, but they were all flowing out of the mountains. They had right. fresh. There was fresh water all year, right? Because of the the snowpack, right? And and those little rivers flowing out, and they were able to use that and divert those waters, and they were able to irrigate and have agriculture here in the valley. This valley. You want right to know here. another interesting, fun little Mormon bit of Mormon lore wow. that's totally not true. There's a whole bunch surrounding what you just said. For instance, there's the one about how there was only one tree in the whole of the Salt Lake Valley. It was lush. There were wild animals everywhere. There it wasn't. It wasn't that lush, but along Mm -hmm. the tree banks or along the river banks, there were trees. But there's this thing about there's a there's a plaque commemorating the single cedar, supposedly in the Salt Lake Valley. No, Dan. But there's also there's also a plaque. In downtown Salt Lake City, commemorating the fact right. that Mormons kind of invented irrigation <laughs> for farms. Because <laughs> they're so clever, you see. Maybe, Nobody had ever... Wait a second. Maybe we, not taking into effect the... The, in, the in, Egyptians? In, 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 yeah. And the Egyptians? Sure. Ancient Mayans. And, and, <laughs> like... Thousands of years of irrigation history completely ignored because of the Mormons, who had studied it back east right, 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 right. before they left. Oh, God, I love it. These Mormons, can I just point out, by the way, that this is a trek. This, was, this is nothing to sneeze at. These people went, I mean, if we, if we talk about from all the way from, uh, from Nauvoo, it's like 1,200 miles. 
that mm. they had to trek. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't start their trek there. They usually w- went from Nauvoo to a place called Winter's Quarters, Winter mm-hmm. Quarters, uh, in which is on the eastern side of of Nebraska, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they would start their trek from there, and and it, but that's even nine hundred and forty miles, yeah, into the Salt Lake Valley. Jeez, and they did this, and you correct me if I'm wrong. All with just hand carts. No, that is wrong. What? That's another myth. What? Um, what? Only I'm outraged. Of the 70,000 or thereabouts pioneers, mm-hmm. um, only about 3,000, was that the number we came up with, um, actually pulled hand carts coming to the valley. That's still a lot of people. Now, a hand cart, just, just to, let me plant some images in your heads, folks. So, so most people were on what were called covered wagons, mm. and I think we all kind of have an image of that. Mm-hmm. There's, so it's, it's basically a big, a big wagon, yeah, on four wheels, two huh. axles, yeah, and a and a fabric cover mm-hmm. over, over the top, a tarp, uh, and and you know you put all your worldly possessions that you can get into that, yeah, uh, and then and supplies and for it's the trip. pulled by by horse or oxen, mm-hmm. and hia, let's mm-hmm. go. But the handcart people. Yeah, that's some intense shit. These imagine two big wa- wagon wheels, yeah, and then just one little box, a cart on top of that, mm-hmm. and uh, a handle thing, yeah. thing, and and you just stand in that handle and you just pull it, yeah. and you walk, yeah, and you're the ox, you're the horse. Wow, yeah, well, for um, a thousand miles over, over the well, I mean, most okay. of, most and of it was the plains. I will give those three thousand people. All the credit they are due. But this is one of the the fun facts about today and how Mormons love to go back and and, uh, relive this moment of of Mm. their history. They go on trek, right? (laughs) Yes, Um, they do. And uh, they go and they do these, they get dressed in the pioneer garb and they have a little recreation day. Right, and uh, it's like it's like the boring version reenactment. Of, it's like the boring version of the people that reenact the Civil War, because <laughs> instead of war, they go for a misery. hike. They go for an just awful, misery. miserable hike. Um, the the irony is, of course, that um, there are more people on a given day pulling hand carts than probably actually pulled hand carts during the entire nineteenth century. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's see. What was one of the things? Um, most common cause of death along the trail. This is uh, a, what do you think? In your imagination, what were these people dying? Um, the 1980s school kid in me wants to say dysentery. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Just because of Oregon Trail. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Waterborne type stuff. Um, disease, uh, cholera, typhoid. Oh, wow. Um, a that, little that, Giardia that for fun? That I'm sure it happened. Sure. Um, but there's sort of this, this popular belief um, that uh, the uh, Native Americans were always oh, attacking and whatnot, oh. right? Circle the wagons. Exactly. That whole thing that you've seen in, in Westerns. Sure. Um they're in a 20-year period when a lot of these, not just the Mormons, but also the Oregon uh, trails were filled with people. The Santa uh-huh. Fe Trail, the California Trail. Um, uh, la, la, la. There were just over 300 total uh, Euro-American deaths 
uh, due to violent altercations with Native Americans. Mm. So not as much as, as as every Western out there would have you believe. Right. Uh, for Mormons, it was even lower. The Mormons um, were were tended to be fairly clever in their dealings with with mm, the natives. Yeah, they would they would. I mean, by the time they they really had Utah rocking and rolling, they had good relations with the local yeah. with the local populations. Um, it was with these uh, covered wagons. It was really common for uh, people, especially children, um, to bounce out <laughs> of the wagons. <laughs> Uh, not funny, Dan, actually. It's just um, a funny it's image. It's too soon. A... Too soon, Dan. Boing! Um, oh, we lost another one, Martha. Well, the wheel, uh, a wheel would often, while the kid or person, a full-on grown adult, would be down on the ground. Oh, um, yeah. Limbs got rolled over. Heads <sighs> got rolled over. Yeah, that's that part's not as um, funny. And apparently guns um, were a problem. Um, there were a lot of accidental shootings. <laughs> Um, so not i like that i i, I don't like yeah. it i just it's just one of those things where i just it now it's gotten in, gone into like mel brooks territory yeah where just people are just accidentally shooting each other and folks are bouncing out of wagons all the time <laughs> that seems funny i feel like i feel like there's a there's a wacky thing in there somewhere a wacky film yeah yeah blazing saddles too mormons blazing mormons I like blazing Mormons. Um, and then it turns out that the Mormons probably uh, benefited a lot from the Donner and Reed's parties. The, now, the Donner party is fairly famous, but people might not know what it is. Uh, so They were the cannibals well, up in the Sierra Nevadas. They didn't start that way. They, no, they, they left the East Coast and just started eating each other. <laughs> it was just like, you know what would taste great right now? Mm, Robert. People. Robert over there is looking People, mighty actually, juicy. They say uh, a woman's forearm is the is the is the tenderest the meat, best part of the human body. Right, just right there. There you go, a little nice and tender. You get one of them lunch ladies. They got a lot of forearm. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, sometimes <laughs> quite meaty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yummy yum. Anyway, uh, what happened was that they they continued. They pressed onward from the Salt Lake Valley. Yeah, uh, not knowing that westward from directly west of Salt Lake. Is the worst place in the universe. <laughs> yeah, uh, you get you. In, that, if you've heard of the Bonneville Salt Flats, yeah, that's that's where they are. They are uh, uh, just vast expanses of flat, salty nothing. Yeah, where no life can live. Well, they were trailblazing for a lot of it, and uh, and or or for some key pivotal points for the Mormons who would come later mm -hmm. one one year later in fact um and uh it actually made the Mormons trip uh a lot easier right um the donors where, the, the donors would get the... hung up in in one spot for 3 weeks the Mormons were able just to come marching through right the so. donors did end up getting so stuck at one point that they had to eat their dead uh, at what is now called Donner Pass, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. outside of Truckee. Um, Turkey? Truckee. Turkey? Truckee. Just past Reno okay. on I-80. Right. Um, so, yeah. 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 So there you go. Yeah. Uh, the, the intrepid pioneers crossing the plains of the United States. Mm. That's what we honor today mm. here in Utah. Mm. This is the place, Frank. Mm. Anyway, it is the place. I, we like it. 
Yeah. Uh, those of you who live in Utah, enjoy your pie and beer today. <laughs> For those of you who don't. Hey, why not? Yeah. You know, celebrate with us. Yeah. Choose a day. Find a pie. Get a beer. Get some beer. And uh, and just uh, and think of the, the Mormons. <laughs> think of the pioneers as they as they sang. And no, as they walked and, and walked, walked and walked and, and walked. walked. And walked. That's a song, people. That's <laughs> we sang that in church. There's a there's a whole the song. Pioneer children sang as they walked and, and walked and walked and walked and walked and walked. That was the song. I never understood what it was referring to. Actually. But the kids love it. They love to sing it. It's this fun thing to sing because you sing walked and walked and walked and walked. And I just didn't know. I, it, it, I literally never pieced together that that was actually about something. <laughs> I don't think. As well, you kid. really didn't pay attention in primary. Oh, no. You? No, I was, wow. I, was, I, was, well, I was the ADD kid. Yeah. I was all over the place. Oh. There you Dan. go. And I... I also like, there's also a Book of Mormon Stories song mm. that's, that's this take on this. Now I realize, oh shit, that, that fucker's racist as all hell. <laughs> but at the time it was my favorite song because it's got this, it's got this like Native American, American Indian sort of beat. And you just, and you sing along with it and it's, and it's so exciting. Book of Mormon Stories yeah. that my teacher tells to me. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's it's about the Lamanites, which means that it's about what, in ancient history, which which the Mormons believe is what what evolved to the uh, Native Americans. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they Mormons own the the American Indians people. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know that, but they they got them down. <laughs> God. Well, if you want to tell us all about how uh, your Religious tradition owns another group of people. Has an explanation for a group, an it's entire completely group of people. Completely racist. Is completely racist. Uh, you can write to us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail at 424-666-8442. Sing your favorite primary song. <laughs> just, just, just call us up and sing us your favorite church song. <laughs> doesn't have to be Mormon. Sing your yeah, favorite church, okay. awful church song yeah, to us. Yeah, okay. Um, or you can uh, you can go to the Facebook.com, Facebook.com. Uh, f- the Facebook is Facebook.com slash TGI Atheist. What is the Facebook again? The Facebook.com.com. Is it the Facebook.com? It's the, go to <laughs> T-H-E space <laughs> Facebook, and then write out the dot, write out D-O-T, and then write com. Um, I have a suggestion. Okay. Lose the the. Just Facebook. It's cleaner. Wow. Wow. You, Justin Timberlake, stealing (laughs) motherfucker. And then, of course, we are on Twitter at thank... Not, not, no thank, no thank. <laughs> we're both, you know, we're back a thousand year people. TGI our, our website is thankgodimatheist.com. Um, thank you, Mackenzie, for all of your help yeah. on Facebook. Yeah, she tried to call me while we were recording. Did you oh, know you're that? kidding. Yeah, I got a call oh. from Mackenzie. Uh-oh. Uh, we record on Thursday mornings, Mackenzie. Come on, get it together. <laughs> <laughs> it's hardly warning anymore. No, no. Yeah. Um, uh, well, and uh, also uh, thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their fine music. And thank you, listener, dear listener, for listening. We sure appreciate you. putting up with us. We sure appreciate you. All right. Have a good one. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>